Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. I wanted to share some testimonies. Come on, I know, I think I do this every week, but I don't get tired of it. You guys don't get the emails, but I do. There's some incredible stuff happening. Oh my gosh. I mean, one of our members actually this week got healed of scoliosis her whole life. It, it was her. <laughs> I didn't want to single her out, but she was pretty happy sharing the testimony. Yeah, her whole life had scoliosis, got completely healed. What? Oh, she brought her doctors. Like, she actually had it, like, like, went to the doctors, and he confirmed no longer scoliosis. It actually happened because the doctor said it happened. Hey, just kidding. <laughs> but it's good. It's, I love it. I'll, I'll take a doctor's note any day just to let it sit a little bit. A little bit like that actually happened. Like a crooked spine became uncrooked by the power of God. Like, come on, Jesus. Like, <laughs> that's a really big deal. It just is. All right. Um, trying to think. I got a list of testimonies here. Come on. Here's a rad, t- I've been sharing this testimony a lot. I got an email from somebody in our, in our congregation, and um, it says, uh, you encouraged us yesterday, it was one of the s- couple Sundays ago, to proclaim healing boldly, knowing God wants to heal and loves the invitation. I've always been the type to ask for healing, but not proclaim, and I took that to heart. My mom has had lots of dermatological, I think that's a word, procedures over the years and several particularly painful ones over the past few months due to skin damage from the sun exposure when she was young. She had another appointment scheduled for this morning and she was dreading another carving session. Yikes. Um, That would take weeks to heal from. Weeks. Oh my gosh. I prayed over her last night over the phone that God would leave the doctor nothing to do today. And that's exactly what happened. Not one spot looks suspicious. That hasn't happened in years. Hallelujah to the good, kind Father. Come on. That's amazing. That hasn't happened in years. Gosh, we had somebody else get healed of, of, of kidney stones. They got prayed for in our children's ministry. Um, and, and this woman, you know, uh, uh, I went to the bathroom that day for the first time without any pain in two years. That's amazing. She's like, I don't know how to share that testimony, Jesse, but, uh, but here it is. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, that, that, that means something, like going to the bathroom every time. But, and then God. And then the Father changed everything. Come on, that's what he's like. That's amazing. Oh, yes. Okay, my wife says, if you want to give, we should, we should have a slide, but right now our slides aren't working, which is why we didn't have them for worship. Sorry. We, we love slides. We love wor- words. Um, you got to text 77977 and text the word presence. Yes, presence OC. One word. And then, and then when you text that to 77977, you'll get a text back. This is the way everybody's doing it now, guys. This is just the new thing. <laughs> and then, and then, and then you'll, you'll be able to sign up, okay? We're working, on, uh, we're working on transitioning a little bit in how we do giving. I want to make it really easy for people to give because I never have a checkbook with me, and I love to give. So that's just us. 
All right. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Here's another rad testimony. Um, I prayed for a gal about a week ago that had a bunch of issues in her body that was most concerned about a lump in her neck. And she was going to go to see a doctor about it. I prayed for her, and she physically felt the presence of God in her body. She had a lot of pain left, and she was feeling, and, but she was feeling better. Um, uh, a, a lot of her pain left, and she was feeling better. She called me the next day and said I was supposed to go to the doctor and have my lump checked out, but I can't find it. And I've been looking for it since yesterday, and I can't find it anywhere, and I can't feel it. Come on. Today I talked to her again, and she was crying because she was walking to the mailbox and didn't have pain for the first time in a very, very long time. Come on, God. That's awesome. Come on, last thing I want to talk about is, is a city transformation. Like, I love healing testimonies, but we need to see the whole city transformed. And to do that, we need to, be in, we need to see God moving in schools, in government, in all areas. Like, come on. Um, by the way, do you guys, if you guys don't know, the mayor's been praying for our church. Like, he, I met with the mayor before we started this thing, and he's just like, and, and he's, like, he's like, how many people did you have? And like, yeah, we had this many. It was amazing. He's like, oh, my gosh. So, like, he, he's, he just loves what we're doing. Um, I want to get into the city, right? I love this building, but I want to get out of the building. So um, <laughs> I get an email from the, from the uh, uh, a principal of a local Christian school, K through 8. And she says, um, she says, hey, I've been hearing what's happening in the high schools. I've heard you got, you know, we went to a couple of high schools, Estancia and uh, Corona del Mar and uh, another one, Newport Mace, Harbor, Newport Harbor. And she says, I've been hearing about the testimonies of people getting healed and saved in these schools when you guys are ta- speaking there. And... Um, and, and I, I have to meet you. So I met with her, and she starts talking about, like, I'm blown away. This, this school is doing incredible stuff. Um, she says, she says her, they have chapel, and they said, like, it's normal for their kids to be praying for other kids to get healed right now. Their kids are prophesying and hearing from God for other kids. They're, they are teaching their kids to do treasure hunts. These are eighth graders going out on the streets and praying for people. They're doing Bible studies at other schools and, and, and leading people. In, in, it's amazing. She says, she says, when you guys go out, can we come with you to these high schools? And we're like, well, yeah, we only get 12 minutes to talk. <laughs> and she's like, that's okay. They just want to watch. They just want to learn how to minister God's love to people. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> So they want to partner with us, and I'm just praying and believing that, um, that we're going to have lots of opportunities to do that. So God's doing incredible things out there, guys. It's not just in this building or other buildings. Every church, I'm hearing incredible testimonies from every church out there. There's this uh, a really big, major church in our area that one guy came in and says, listen, I want, to, I want to give to the church. I normally give, but I want to give big. I want to pay off all your debt. And... and and this guy's like, do you know how much it is? No, how much it says? It's, a, it's, it's like tens of millions. And, uh, and the guy says, yes, I want to do that. And he just, just like that. He met with a senior pastor and took care of it. And now this church has freed up hundreds of thousands of dollars every month that they had to pay to sow into the kingdom. And this church is amazing. They're sowing into all sorts of, king, all sorts of churches. They're helping plant. So there's incredible stuff happening in Orange County. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged that God is on the move everywhere. He's on the move. Like you're part of the, like a Jesus movement. 
It's not the Jesus movement because God's always changing and he's always, he's doing a new thing every day of our lives. And so, but he's, he's moving. Aslan's on the move. Like, <laughs> anyway, I just want to encourage you guys because sometimes we don't see it. You don't get the emails. I do. I just, you know, I'm just lucky. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, be encouraged. Um, come on. Oh, I think that's it then. Okay, cool. I want to, I want to share for a little bit about fathers because it's Father's Day. How many fathers do we have in the room? Raise your hand. If you're a father, raise your hand. Like in the, in the natural. Come on, yay. Why don't you stand up? Just stand up if you're a father. Stand up. We want to just love on you. Come on. Come on. Come on, Steve. Stand up. Jesus. All right. Come on. There's a lot of fathers here. I love this. I want to talk about the father and fathers, okay? So I want to, I want to, I'm distracted by this like supernatural sign from God. (laughs) No, I just, (laughs) oh, I love it. (laughs) Jesus. (sighs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just playing. Church is fun, right? All right. Um, <laughs> come on. Man. You know. Oh, what just happened? There we go. Jesus. Come on. Okay. Come on. Yay, God. All right. So I want to talk about fathers. You know, I, <laughs> I'm a father. I've got uh, uh, Reagan and August. Reagan's four. August is two. They're in the other room. Just encountering God, and, um, uh, and man, it's so fun being a dad, um, it's really good, I've got, like, yeah, one of the biggest roles, you know, that I've realized as being a father is, is to represent the father, right, we've been, there's a way that seems right to a man, right, how we live our lives, and, and we've learned how to parent by watching other parents, Right? That's what we do. It's, it's usually how we learn as people. And, we, and, and sometimes we can, and I've really realized that in some ways God has to reinvent parenting to me. And I had a great childhood. I, I, I grew up with, uh, I actually had two fathers. My parents were separated when I was really young. So I had double the, double the glory. Um, I, had, I had two wonderful dads. Um, and, and honestly, the, the, the most incredible moments was when my dad just said, Jesse, I'm proud of you. Really good job. I'm just proud of you. Actually, I have three dads now. I have, I have, I have Jimmy, my father-in-law now, and it's, dude, I, I recommend having three. Um, I don't recommend the process, but I recommend that if you do have more than one, it's a good thing. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lord. So, you know, it's just, I've been just incredibly filled up with incredible fathers in my life, and, I, and, and so I've learned that one of the best things that the Father does for us and the best thing that we can do as a father is just speak life into our kids. Just speak life into them. Like the world, like kids, our children are, are, are excited to, to know who they are. And, and they're looking for someone in authority to tell them who they are. And, and, I, and I think the world gets it really well. There's lots of great parenting books out there that teach this. But, but man, you know, there's nothing like knowing who the father is to know who you are. And I'll tell you, when I, when I counsel and I, and I coach people or I just, you know, I help people through stuff, 
the biggest thing I can tell people, I know, and I try to always get back to this, they're like, hey, I'm thinking about moving to here. Or I'm thinking about taking this job. And I don't, you know, I don't say like, well, well, what feels right? I say, what's the Father saying? What's the Father saying? What do you feel the Lord is saying? What's God saying to you right now? Because the Father know, knows you. He knows you inside and out. He knows everything around you. And, he's, and he, knows, he knows exactly where you should be right now. And sometimes he just says, I'll do whatever you want to do, Tony. Whatever's in your heart, let's do it. I'm proud of you. I'm excited for what you want to do. But some, and so I want to talk a little bit about like, if you don't know who the father is, if you grew up with this weird picture that the father, you know, was always looking at your mistakes or he wasn't really sure you're actually a good kid and so I'm going to wait till you get better before I really speak to you. If you grew up with a weird relationship with dads or fathers, all that stuff, that's fine, but really the heart is that, that until we fully grasp how good the Father is, that He's in a good mood, we're, we're not really going to live in a way that represents that we have a great Father. Let me put, for instance, for instance if, I, if I'm concerned that the Father isn't proud of me, am I going to ask Him for help? If, I'm not, if I think the Father is looking at my past... I'm going to actually hold off and I'm talking to my dad until I know that, uh, that I'm in a good place with him, that, he's a, that, he's, that, he, that he likes me today, right? And I've had lots of people in my life that I father, just young men and stuff like that, that will actually, they'll do something silly, you know, just not smart. And I don't hear from him. I don't hear from him for weeks. And as a dad, I'm just like, oh, no, just, just reach out to me. I just want to wrap my arms around you because I'm a good dad. Right? And if, if I'm a good dad, he's a really good dad. Right? And so I just, you know, I, I felt like I wanted to, I want to just, I want to talk about the goodness of our Father. I don't want to talk about what that, what that means. And, and I'm sorry if it's like repeat, you guys have heard this before, but I, I, I don't know that there's a better Father's Day message that I could preach because this is, this, this is just what's captured my heart for years. And it's the thing that's made the most impact. And, and if I'm going to father a church, like this is what I would want our family to just to grab a hold of with both hands and just keep talking about because it it's really good. So I'm going to read Psalms 103. Um, it says that the Psalms 103, starting with verse 8. I'll let you get there. It's all about, it's all about the goodness of God. And I love that. I love that there's this, you know, a lot of our heroes in the faith say that God is in a good mood. He's in a good mood. He's like, he's a good dad and he's always in a good mood. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, he is. And so some of the scriptures that I love behind that is Psalms 103.8. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. Everybody say abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he, has he removed our transgressions from us. Come on. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. See, the Lord is love, right? That's an easy one. But if God's love, then we can't separate him from love. If God is love, it's, it, there's not some days where he's not love. There's not some days where we see him differently. 
He's always love. He's always going to be this way with you. He's, he's, if God is anything, he's incredibly predictable. He is an incredibly predictable God. He will never not be love. Every day you see him, he's love. Every day you talk to him, he's love. And so if you're having a bad day and you're not sure if he's in love with you, then, then you need to read the scripture again because he's love. He's love. In fact, I'm just going to read this other scripture right now because I was thinking about it. I was thinking about reading it later, but this is a good spot. I want to read 1 Corinthians 13. And it's all about love, okay? And I'm going to read, I'm going to read it as if we're talking about the Father because he's love, right? Okay. All right. So 1 Corinthians 4. This is that famous passage, love is patient, love is kind, okay? So you guys ready? And my prayer is that the Holy Spirit just speaks to you and just gives your own mini revelation about who God is because everybody here is in a different place, right? You're all individuals. He's all, you all have your own like personal walk and, and, and relationship with the Father. All right. So 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. The Father is patient. The Father, He's kind. The Father's not jealous. The Father does not brag and is not arrogant. The Father does not act unbecoming and he does not seek his own. The Father is not provoked <laughs> and he doesn't take into account wrongs suffered. The Father does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but, but the Father rejoices with truth and the Father bears all things and he believes all things. And the Father hopes in all things. And the Father endures all things. And the Father never fails. He never fails. Come on. Did you guys get something out of that? Did it just kind of like, it shifts something, doesn't it? See, the word is so rich. Like, we could read that five different ways and it would still impact me. He's, he's, he's so kind. You know, I've got a couple things I'm just going to talk a little bit about. Um, you know, the Father, one thing that strikes me as I think about the Father, because we could talk about this stuff for hours, and so I'm like, my heart, my, the difficulty for me is trying to like give it into pieces to us because we don't have seven hours to do church. Um, but you know, I think I love that the Father is so full of love. He is love that he actually doesn't have any needs. He's fully He's fully um, sufficient in himself. And so now he has desires. He just wants his kids, right? And so the, fa the father actually doesn't need us to love him. He actually wants us to love him. He, he, because it creates a, a, a reciprocity there. It creates a place of honor where when we love and we fall in love with the father, it opens up his ability to fully love us, to pour out, to, for us to fully receive his love. And so one of the things I think about when I think about worship and, and praise, it's we're not actually like filling him up with our praise. We're actually opening ourselves up to receive more of his love. When we worship, we say, oh, Father, I love you and I worship you. Come on, you're the greatest dad. It's who you are. And he's like, I know. 
I know I am. <laughs> I'm perfect in all of my ways. <laughs> and he's like, and, and you, when you worship me like that, it's going to be true for you. And when you give me all of your love, it's going to throw the doors of your hearts wide open so that I can truly be a father. Because we have all these things in our past that Jesus paid for and died and it's gone, right? But that kind of stuff seems to try to remind us to close the doors of our heart because it's not safe out there. So when we worship, it's like we're saying, God, I trust you to love me well. I trust that you are God and you're perfect in all your ways and I can take a risk and talk to the person next to me. That I can, I can take a risk and go after this new job. Because he just, he just wants to prove to you that he is perfect as a father. That he's not an imperfect father. That any issues in the past you've had with fathers are not true about him. He's He's love. He'll always be loved. He doesn't know how to be anything else. It, he doesn't wake up one day wondering, oh, it's a bad day. Maybe my love won't be turned on today. Right? Right? And when we wake up, I wonder if God's in love with me today. I wonder if it's going to be a good day. I wonder if God actually thinks I'm amazing today. Come on. See, he's not insecure. God's not insecure. See, see, me as a father, like, oh man, sometimes like I wonder, like, am I spending enough time with my kids? Am I not spending enough time? Am I being preoccupied somewhere else? Like, like as a dad, like these are some of the things you think about, right? Right? Sam, right? Yeah, I just met Sam. Those guys are amazing. I got to bless them and prophesy over them, and I got blasted. <laughs> like, see, God doesn't have hang-ups. He's the best father. He's full of love. And love isn't hung up on anything. Love doesn't seek his own. The father isn't out to self-affirm himself. Me as a father, I, I, when I, when I, like, like my, all of my kids, and they'll, they'll, they'll be like, like hey, honey, give me a hug. And they're like, no, mommy. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, they'll get hurt. And, and, and Jessica's like cooking dinner. And so I'm like, all right, she doesn't need to go do this. I'll go go. And they'll be like, no, I want mommy. Like, mom. Mom, and I'll pick him up like I love you. And be like, no, mom, where's mom? <laughs> By the way, I just, I, rabbit trail, forgive me. Uh, so, so a friend of ours does, does impressions of me. And I just, got, I, just, I just saw the videos sent to me, and they're hilarious. <laughs> Jess and I were dying last night looking at them. Because, like, yeah, you nailed me. I'm, I'm just like that. Um, I'm, I'm just animated. It's funny. Anyway, so, so mommy, I'm, 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 yeah, it's just me. I love me. And, uh, and so she, and they'll be like, mom, mom, like trying to get out of my hands. Like, like, no, don't hug me, dad. I want mom, not you. And like, no, mommy. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> and as an imperfect father, like I could be offended. I could be hurt. You didn't choose me, right? And like, I've got to get over that thing because that's not love. Love doesn't seek its own. Love's not worried. Am I being validated right now as a dad? I don't feel validated. <laughs> my two flesh and blood that I sowed into, that I gave my life for, are, are saying not daddy, but anything but dad, right? 
And I know they love me. They're amazing. I get incredible hugs and, and time with them. But in those moments, I could be offended. And I want you to know, like, sometimes we don't choose father. We don't, we're not choosing the father. We're like, oh, I don't need you. God, I need my friends. You know, like, oh, I don't need you. I need this thing that somehow doesn't satisfy me that I keep running to or whatever, you know. And, 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 and he's not up there offended. He's not up there going like, oh, man, I, I just wish they loved me as a father. I just, man, I may, maybe I'm just not a good father, you know. Like, maybe, maybe I'm still growing as in, in, in this fatherhood thing, you know. <laughs> and then, we're, you know, we're all okay. And then we say, oh, dad, you know. And just kind of like my kids, too. We're playing. And when I wrestle with them, they're all like, oh. You're the best. I love you more than mom. And <laughs> I'm like, honey, did you hear that? Did, did you hear that, honey? They said it. <laughs> Kids are fun. But you know, God's just, he's not up there. He's not up there like getting insecure about whether you choose him or not. And I, honestly, this is a struggle for me sometimes because my heart gets a little offended. It's not right. I'm not giving it permission. But I'm saying, like, it's just sometimes I get, I get, I get offended. And I'm like, and I don't want to do things for them. The, you know, they're like, oh, I need, would you get me some water? I'm like, no. <laughs> you want your mom? You get your mom. <laughs> That's horrible. You know, but it's like that thought crossed my mind. And then instantly I'm like, I'm like, Jesse. That's not what the Father has, has, does for you. I'm like, like Jesse, you will forsake him in a moment and then run back to him and ask you to help you. I'm like, and what does he do? He's right there. He's never left me. He's never offended by me. He's never like, well, you want your mom, you just go get your mom because you, I need some cool down time. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> It literally says that as far as from the east to the west, so are your sins and mistakes and silly things you've done. Like, he doesn't even see it. He says he's forgotten them. Where is it? Hebrews. Where are you, Hebrews? Hebrews 8, 12. For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. So think about that in this context. So listen, like, like I will never, I will look at my kids as if they never said, no, dad, I want mom. Every time I look at my kids, I look at them as if they've always chosen me. That's really good. It is. It just rocks me. And, and God looks at you. Listen, listen, you don't even have to have a list of things you repented for. He literally said he paid for sin forever. Forever. From now and forever. Right? Right? It's, it's not about what you've done. He says as far as the east and the west, he's chosen not to see you by your mistakes. Kind of preaching the gospel here. Imagine that. And so he's chosen when he sees you, Ben. He see, he's like, he's chosen to see you as if you've never sinned. As if you're his favorite son, Jesus, that's, that's always been by, has always chosen him. And so this is our father. Happy Father's Day. This will, this will wreck you. This will change your world. Because if this book is true, it changes everything. If he's really like that, guys, he, he really is the answer. 
He's love. He's never changing, never ending. Always forever love. That's how our children's Bible describes it. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> if you ever get the children's Bible, I think it's by Zondervan or whatever, it's the coolest Bible ever. We just, I'll, I'll read it. I'll just start to cry. It's just kids get the coolest stuff. <laughs> he's in a good mood. The Father, he's in a good mood. He's always in the good mood. He's not angry with you. Sometimes he wishes we chose different decisions and different paths. Sometimes he wished we turned to him sooner, but he's not in a bad mood. He's not upset. He's not insecure. He doesn't need a cool off time. <laughs> so I also want to speak into our fathers here. Like, I think you're getting it, right? Like, you're getting it. As fathers, like, we don't have the luxury of walking around offended. We don't have that luxury anymore because we've been given the truth. You've been saved. You're a new creation. God is in you for this very purpose so that as a father, you walk around as perfect love walks around. That's a high standard, Jesse. I know. But it's not through your strength anyway. You don't have the ability without him anyway. It's like, well, I get offended a lot. Uh, yeah, I have my moments but we're called to keep getting back to that place. Back to that place where we get back to love. See, fathers are love. Well, you can say mothers are love too, but it's not Mother's Day, it's Father's Day, so there. <laughs> we got our day, yay! <laughs> Thank you, Hallmark. Um, I don't know where Father's Day came from. I should probably look that up. But as a father, we always show our kids that we're compassionate, abounding in love, slow to anger, right? We're always showing our children that we're, that we're patient, that we're kind, that we're slow to anger, right? Even when they don't deserve it. I mean, come on, who deserves it, I mean, right? <laughs> if we got what we deserve, we wouldn't be here, right? But he, he paid for all that deserving stuff, and now we get what he paid for. And so as fathers, we get to give our kids what, what, how does that work? We get to give our kids Jesus. <laughs> we get to give our kids the love of the Father. And, um, and, and you know, we're all going to be parents eventually. If, if you don't have natural kids, you're going to have, like, spiritual kids. You're going to have people that look up to you, and you get to give them God. You get to be a parent to them. And there's people in here that don't have kids. They may never have kids. I don't know. But you're going to have kids. You have the chance to sow into people's lives, to, to grab a couple people and just hold them tight and say, I'll walk with you. I'll lead you. I'll guide you. Grab a few. Yeah, come on. So the last thing I just want to talk about is... <laughs> that the father, the father chose to launch his son's ministry. Hear it this way. Hear it this way. This is really cool. You've probably heard it before, but I, I just, it gets me. The father chose to launch his son's ministry, right? He had a son, Jesus. Jesus came in the flesh, was growing up, his father and Jesus. He's about his father's business, remember? Jesus launches his ministry 
and his father does this. For everybody to hear, he says these words, Matthew 7, Matthew 3, 7. And a voice from heaven, I'm guessing it's the father, because he says this. This is my son, who I love, and with him I am pleased. I'm pleased. That's, that's in the book. That's what he said. This is what the father said to launch him his son in life. Listen, I'm launching my boy, and this is, this is the authority I give him. I'm pleased. I'm pleased with him. This is what the father needed everybody to hear before Jesus went out and carried the message. I'm pleased. I am pleased with my son. So Jesus gets to walk around with this thing buzzing in his heart. And after this, he goes into the desert and walks through trials and challenges. And he has this thing going in his ear. I'm pleased with your son. Thanks, dad. Oh, this, wow, this is difficult. Yeah, but I'm pleased with you. Okay, good. Are you sure I can do that? Yeah, because I'm pleased with you. And if you walk around, if you walk, come on. <laughs> Little father-son love. If you walk around with the father's voice in your ear that says, I'm pleased with you, I promise you, you won't make the same choices. I promise you, you won't make the same choices. This is, this is, this is what the father does. He wants to reveal who he is to you. And even if it's just that simple, I'm pleased with you. Come on. Come on. In this world, you're get, the, comp the competition for that role is deafening. You can't open a magazine, a billboard, drive by, for, th that the world wants to tell you that there's a different authority that should have right in your life. But I'm telling you, man, God has more like retail space than any store. God has actually bought and paid for more billboards than anybody because he put himself where you're going to be every day of your life. Come on. He is everywhere. He's everywhere you want to be. I don't know. That just came to my head. <laughs> is that American Express or something? Um, but <laughs> he has the greatest marketing campaign. He's like, listen. And, and you know what? He paid a high price for that marketing campaign. <laughs> He bought, he paid for the rights to be everywhere you're going to be, to look, to, to be in front of your eyes everywhere you look. And so you have the chance to walk with the Father everywhere he went. Jesus, Jesus did this. He says, this was my, this was my plan. I'm going to walk around with my Father and do what he does. I'm going to walk around with him. I don't know. It might be because, because he keeps hearing the Father say, I'm pleased with you. I'm proud of you. Go for it. And he just thought that was a good place to be around, a good environment for him to do ministry a good environment for him to change the world. And I'm telling you, this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is what the father did. He could have done anything. He, he started off being outside of us, right? But he knew he needed to get around us more. He needed to get in us. See, the father believes in you. The father totally believes in you. And Gideon, Gideon, remember, I don't know if you know the story of Gideon. I won't read it because I, but, but there's, there's a big battle going on and Gideon is like, he's, he's, he's hiding. He's hiding like pressing wine. And the angel of the Lord goes to Gideon and says, <laughs> and he goes, he says, Gideon, oh mighty man of valor. <laughs> You're it. I want to use you. You are a mighty warrior. 
And Gideon says, what? Who, me? No, you can't be talking about me. I'm hiding in the wine press. Like, I'm, I'm afraid. And, and God's plan. No, you're amazing. You're a mighty man of valor. You're a warrior. It's you. And Gideon says, but I've got no heritage. I've got no, like, there's nobody in my family that did, what, did anything of importance. And God says, that's not important to me. I call you this. I call you a warrior. See, the Father is always speaking to us. He's always calling us into what he sees us able to do. Yeah. He's really good. And I just want to say as fathers, this is our job. Our job isn't to remember all those times they called for mommy and not us. Our jobs isn't to look at our kids and remember when they fell off that couch and hurt themselves. It's to look at them and say, come on, do it again. You can do it. I know you can do this, right? And if we're struggling about like, like stepping out in faith or doing something risky, if we're looking about like, you know, it's like we're, if God's calling us to start a new job or change jobs or travel or, or start this relationship or he's calling us to like start a church or something like that, something like, that could be scary, He's always speaking to us saying, come on, Chris. This is going to be awesome. I am pleased with you, Nicole. Come on. I am, I am excited for you, Kieran. It's going to be great. We're going to do it. We're going to change the world. And this is the message of the Father. And we, yeah. And this is the message that fathers bring. And I've got great fathers in my life that continually want to take me out to lunch and, and want to speak life into me and say, Jess, you're doing a great job. You're amazing. And it's like, I want to encourage you guys. This is for everybody now. You get to be a father, a mother, an older brother, an older sister in your lives. And so for everybody here, I want you to grab this. This will change the world. If you can be the father to people, and you may not look like a father. You might be younger than the person. But you just, you look at them and you're like, I bet I could encourage them. I bet I could breathe life into what they're doing. I wonder if anybody else does this. Jessica and I were at a, were at a date night last week. And I, I uh, I'll, just, I'll finish with this. Can I share this? <laughs> She's like, no. Okay. <laughs> It's a good story, and 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 we're just having we're over at uh, we're at some or at the with the district place there, and and um and I, you know our waitress she's just doing it she's a neat girl she's just we like her and and she comes over and I said hey I got one quick question and she's like yeah it's like hey hey this is my wife her name's Jessica and she she hears from God she just loves to, she she gets really encouraging words for people, and 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 she has a, she just she would love to share what she hears the Father say over you, could she could she share that with you right now? I didn't tell her I was doing this. <laughs> so she's like, oh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, yeah, I'd love to share that. <laughs> and this girl's like, yeah, that'd be really great. And she just like sits down and she's just listening, right? Listen, everybody wants this. Everybody is looking for the Father to speak into their life. You just got to say it in such a way that doesn't freak them out. And we did. We, 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 said like a, we said a while ago, hey, honey, if you ever want to like 
push me. I, we, we, we both love to do this. We don't always just like remember to do it. And so we just, we give each other permission to be like, hey, this is my wife. She's got a word for you. Go for it. You know, <laughs> I did it again that night and she loved me. <laughs> Tilly's, that's a great place to do ministry. Um, it's, it's ready for God. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Jessica just started speaking into, into, into she's like, you know, I, I just see that you're such an amazing, kind, like, I, I forget the words she said, but she spoke life into her. It wasn't like, you know, this is what you're going to be doing in five years. And it was just, it was literally, she just spoke the, like the love of God into her. And this woman, just girl, she's like, just, you can just see it. She's just like, Really? And actually, the, the, the girl in Tilly's was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, where, where do you guys go to church? Like, I, I need this. <laughs> this is the heart of the father, guys. You don't have to be a father. You can be an amazing woman. You can be a son, a daughter. You can be a father, a mother. And this is just the message. Yeah. So, ha, ha, ha. I want to speak, I, want, I just want to pray for us, all right? I'm going to pray for us, and then we'll, we'll, we'll bring the ministry team up here. I want to pray. Everybody stand up. Why don't you stand up for me? Oh, my gosh. It's been a really good day. Come on. All right, so just close your eyes. I'm, going to, I'm just going to speak some, some of the Father's words over us right now. And I'm going to, Yeah. And Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I just ask you to just partner in this and just open up people's hearts right now. I, want, I literally want you to forget about any stuff you have in your past. I want you to literally forget about any past father stuff. That just, it's just not important. It's just not important to the father. He doesn't look at it, and you get permission not to look at it either. So this is what the Father says. I just hear it clearly. I've been hearing it the whole night, the whole morning. This is, he, he just says, he says, listen, listen, my sons and daughters, listen, listen, ah, listen. I love you. I love you with a perfect, never-ending, never-stopping love. My love will never be afraid of you. My love is not afraid of your circumstances, my, I am not afraid of the decisions you've made. I'm not worried about where you're at right now. I'm not hopeless about any situations. On the contrary, son, I am, I am full of incredible levels of hope. And my daughter, you're amazing. You're gorgeous. You're gorgeous just the way you are. You're beautiful, you're perfect. And son, you're handsome. You're, you're a catch. <laughs> and I have the perfect person for you. And the father just says, I am for you. I am for you. I'm for you. I have, I have plans for you that I haven't told you because I'm, I'm teaching you to be more confident in me. And if I told you, you would laugh at me like Sarah did. So I withhold some of my plans because I know you're going to be ready for them. 
And the Father says that he is proud of you. He is pleased with where you're at. He's not in a hurry. He's not a, he doesn't think that, the Father says, I don't think you should be further along. I don't think, I don't think that you've missed it. I don't think that you've thrown it away. I don't think that you've been a bad steward and so, you, and so you're, you're doomed forever. Listen, I know how to make all things right. I have made all things right before the beginning of time. And I know how to lead you into bigger things than you would have done on your own. Because I'm a father and I'm a good, good father. And I want you to know I want you to know just how good I am. I want it to cause you to sit down sometimes and be in awe at how good I am to you. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church. 